podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Only chance in my team like Man U. Trying to get in again. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Hello and welcome to another edition of Moga. No Mariah in the building today, so I will be hosting. I am joined firstly by Elijah. Elijah, how are you? All good. All good. You know, just more and more good news about the out- outgoings. You know, it just makes you so, so, so happy. Like, we're just getting rid of all the scrubs. And I mm-hmm. love you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, some exciting things to talk about on the pod today. Um, Nigo, how are you, bro? It's been a minute. I'm good, man. You know, I'm I'm probably the most consistent member on this group. Uh, consistently not here. Um, just like some of our players' performances. So I'm glad to be representing our squad like that. Um, good to be here. And yeah, man, excited for the... And I'm actually pleasantly confused, surprised for the new season. I don't fully know what to expect, but I'm looking forward to it either way. I hear you, bro. I hear you, bro. We'll, we'll get into it and get some of your thoughts about the summer and preseason so far. It's good to have you on the pod. And Rodney, it's been a minute as well, bro. Well, since I've been on the same pod as you anyway. Um, how are you, bro? I'm good. It's been a minute since I've been on this at all. I had to come on. I was going to get kicked off, to be fair. <laughs> I've just come to feel the quarter for the month. Now I'm yeah. joking. It's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. Obviously, yeah. I, you guys know I love preseason. I love seeing how the games go. I love watching the tactical plans that the manager has and he's trying out. So, yeah. You have not watched a preseason game since Louis Lanham. <laughs> 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 when was the last time you actually watched like, a preseason? Louis Lanham was a bad. I don't watch no preseason game. Since Louis Van Gaal, since 2015. Yeah, I watched one in however long that is, or eight years. Louis Van Gaal had me. No other manager's going to get me like that again, I promise (laughs) you, bro. Man was reading books on that guy. Uh, Pieces of his philosophy and so on and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't doing none of that again, man. I'll just wait till the season starts. I hear you, bro. I hear you, bro. Um, well, we're going to get into a couple of things. We'll firstly, firstly, shall I say, start with the United versus Leon fixture. That was midweek, I believe it was on Wednesday. 
Um, Elijah, I'm going to come over to you first, bro, because I'm going to assume you did watch the game. Um, I'm just I didn't, to... but, you know. Did you catch um, the highlights? But um, I did catch some highlights of of the game. Um, we looked decent first, I believe it was 25 minutes. We had a few chances. Anthony Ahmad shot one straight at the keeper. We had some good combinations going. Um, and then kind of just kind of fizzled out. I guess that's to do with fitness and um, that type that type of thing. Um, second half, I didn't really catch much of it except for the goal because apparently it was absolutely shit. Um, but Van der Beek scored. He's he's celebrate, celebrated like he scored in the World Cup, like the nerd he is. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was good to see um, in terms of Mark. Of course, Martinez is back. Hannibal and Ahmad getting more mi- minutes as well. Um, I feel like Hannibal has put up a decent account of, of himself in those two games that he started. Where, whether that that'll be enough to keep him in and around the squad, or maybe get him a lot, or maybe get him a Premier League loan. I don't know. Um, it's looking less likely that he might stay, just in terms of the, the numbers we're gonna have in the middle of the park. Um, Ahmad as well. Um, don't know about him as well as touch and go. We'll see how he does in preseason. Um, I feel like when we have the games where it's going to be more of the younger players, hopefully he does stay as bad as it sounds. Hopefully he does stay with, with the younger players so he gets to play and play uh, like a full game, like, like as full a game as he can. Um, but obviously, Mainu, as he was in the first game, um, he was the main he he was the main attraction of the piece and he sh- sh- showed out again showed his composure on the balls one time where Varan passed it into him with two bodies around him and he took like a I'll, I'll call it a reverse touch where he 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 took it backwards but it just opened up so much space for him and it was just good to see that technically he's so secure um his positioning's great um He's just a very composed player, and it's just really nice to see. Um, and it's clear that um, that um, Ten Hag l- likes him. He, it, it's, it's kind of reminiscent of what he done with Gavin Birch as well, um, just in terms of that progression. And I do see him in that kind of mould. Maybe he could play as like a proper number six, but we'll see with that. But yeah, he was he looked good good again, and if he's able to provide more minutes this season than he was last season then that improves the midfield even further and then it will make make us more confident in getting rid of the your Freds and your McTominays and seeing less of your Ericsons in centre mid so it's completely forgot about Christian Ericsson yeah yeah man that guy needs to needs to go to hell actually I I wouldn't say that but uh, but um (laughs) yeah um yeah um yeah he was really good again and yeah, um, it was a bit of a. From what I saw, it was a bit of a. It was it, there wasn't much in that game, but yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm just gonna go through the starting lineup. Then I'll probably come over to you and go just to find out your thoughts on, on Kobe Mayno. Uh, so we had Cover in goal, who has impressed with his ability of in terms of playing out from the back. We had Aaron Wambasaka at right back with Varane and Martinez as the centre back pairing. <clears throat> Uh, Fernandez, who was on loan at Preston last season and impressed, was at left back. We had a double pivot of Med- uh, Hannibal and Kobe Mayno. Amad Diallo was on the right hand side. Mason Mountain sort of the ten role 
And Anthony on the left-hand side, which was interesting. I'll gather your thoughts on that in a second as well, gents. And Jaden Sancho as a false nine option, as we have no strikers fit at the moment. Um, Nigo, did you catch any of the of the preseason so far? And if you have, what are your thoughts on, on Kobe Maynard so far? Yeah, for sure, man. Um, the Leon game, I've seen the Leon game and most of the Arsenal game. Um, Maynard, for me, I really like him. Um, I really like him. I think uh, I think it was mainly in the Arsenal game where he was sort of um, he was DM, but he was almost taking uh, sometimes that sort of inverted RB position. Um, not completely, of course, but um, he was sort of occupying space as well. And you know, it's mad actually. When I think about it, I don't think he was he was taking any uh, inverted right back position. I think I'm so used to McTominay not taking any positions that my brain is telling me if a player moves from the centre of the park, they must be playing a completely different position. Um, and if a player is not hiding, he very he showed himself a lot. I think one of my favourite things about, um, I don't know if you pronounce it, Mayno, Maynu, um, we'll find out on Sky Sports one day. But um, I think one of my favourite, I think one of my favourite things about him is one, he shows for the ball a lot. And two, the way he uses his body is very, um, very reminiscent of a senior player. Like, uh, sort of little feints when the ball coming in, uh, that movement to sort of make space for him to be able to turn, go mm-hmm. find another play, etc., etc. I think he's had a very good preseason. I think it was shown perfectly in the Arsenal game by him even starting. Obviously, I know it's preseason, but I think the way that my assumption of how Ten Hag is presented it is like, I don't want you to sit there and think you're second squad or third squad, you're part of the squad. So that means you can come in for Casemiro at any moment or whoever for any moment. I think he did very well, especially the second game, a lot of quick passes. Um, first game, he was very, very sure. But I think second game, he was way more confident. Um, and I think the other player who I was impressed with in that um, preseason game, especially the first one, was uh, Culver in goal. And it might be a similar thing to what I'm saying about McTominay, that I'm so used to... Ever the hell. <laughs> brother... I was celebrating the most normal things, bro. I was like, yo, you see how we found our left back? It's like, bro, one's right next to him, bro. Like, what's wrong with me? So, yeah, man, good showing from him. I definitely think he stays. I was reading the Athletic today. Uh, for those of us that have subscription, guys, I know you're one of them. Um, and they were talking about one of the reasons that we got rid of Iqbal and Charlie Sapp on permanent is because uh, Mainu was already that far ahead in his... Um, development. So yeah, I'm I'm happy still. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, Reams was also saying that Dan Gore is a Danny Gore. Sorry, is someone that they they really really um, rate. So it'd be interesting to see how you know the likes of Kobe Meno and Dan Gore, Danny Gore are potentially implemented into the squad as the season goes on. Um, yeah. What did you guys make of Anthony at, on left wing before we quickly dive into the Arsenal game? Because it's not something we know he's very uh, well, it's not something I've ever seen him do. So, uh, Elijah, you, I know you caught some of the game. What, you, what are your thoughts on Anthony on the left-hand side? Um, funnily enough, um, before we signed Anthony last season, I think, I believe it was his first, the first game of the season where he played, I think he switched on, onto the left wing for a bit and he looked really good there um, for Ajax. Um, in terms of this game... I, yeah, I didn't see much much to, to to suggest that I won't hate him there as much as I hate him on the right. To be fair, um, he's just he's just he's yeah. Like, 
I said I'm not gonna let this guy piss me off until the season starts, and I'm gonna keep to that promise. To to be honest, because um, even just thinking about him just makes me fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was interesting. Also, Johnny Evans has signed a short-term deal. And <laughs> oh my guy, <laughs> Johnny Evans is back. Uh, one of my favorite players that that out of that sort of batch that came out of the academy. Um, and I think he was harshly treated. Was it LVG that got rid of him? I think it was. Yeah. He... Which is quite surprising because you'd think he'd be LVG's kind of type of centre back, but um... yeah, I think he had a bad season, um, and we were, we were getting rid of a lot of players, and um, I feel like because we wanted to get Ramos that summer, um, it was going to be Ramos, Smallin, um, Jones, and Blind, I, I believe. So I don't think there was much space for Evans, and also we had Rojo as well. So oh, I don't yeah. think I don't think there was much. Um, there was going to be much space for Evans, so I feel like there was that he had a poor season the season before, and then he was he was quite in- injury prone in the two seasons pr- um, prior to him leaving. But um, he built up a good career for himself, and yeah, I'll be so surprised if he stays um, for longer than preseason. But you know, yeah, neither have done crazy shit. Yeah, definitely. I think Ten Hag said he values his experience, and he's looking. To have in and around the squad with some of the younger players. Um, but it'd be interesting to see how that develops as well. Rodney, any thoughts on Johnny Evans returning? Are, are you a fan of Johnny Evans as a player when he was with us before? I think it's a very telling thing on Maguire, if I'm honest. Um, because um, to bring in, I know it's a short term, I don't know if that means six months or 12 months. But to, to bring in another centre back, oh, but to be fair, we got we'll get rid of Bailly, so maybe that's it. Short term, probably like I just said, means he's not going to be playing with us for the season. He's probably just doing up pre season and then maybe um going to get a club elsewhere, somewhere lower in the league. Maybe I don't think he's going to stay with us. To be honest with you, I completely agree with you. Um, moving that on to what was you saying, bro? That would make him what our fifth. Centre back should buys go. Well, with the yeah. Maguire as well, we might be slightly short if if that is the case. So, mm. um, yeah, that will be interesting to we'll see. Talk about Maguire later, obviously, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely, we can have a little celebration potentially. Yeah, uh, but yeah, moving on to the Arsenal game, which I guess is the game we all want to really talk about, um, and not necessarily. Um, it was an interesting one for myself, anyway. Watching the game, we had uh, Tom Heaton in goal. Rambisaka right back, Varane and Martinez again together at centre back, uh, who are definitely going to be our main choice. Luke Shaw came back in for his first game. Uh, one interesting thing he did, he had Mason Mount a bit deeper in this game because Bruno came in as a 10. We had Kobe Maynard playing as the sort of deeper line midfielder. Um, and, uh, Reem, uh, not Reem, sorry. Nigo's already spoken about how he was sort of used in that game and he thought he did really well there. Anthony was on, back onto the right. Garnacho came in for his first game as well. And we had Jaden Sancho as our number, our fourth nine, shall I say? Um, Elijah, I know obviously you caught some of the game again. What are your thoughts, firstly, on uh, on Jaden Sancho's performance? Because Ten Hag has had some, is apparently really impressed with, uh, well, not really impressed, but he's trialing Jaden Sancho during preseason as an attempt to see if he could work during the season. I don't know if that speaks to our attempts to get the Danish striker in. Is it Hoyland? Am I pronouncing his name? Yeah, right? Hoyland. Hoyland. Um, and Ten Hag, has, Ten Hag has apparently been encouraged by what he has seen so far, um, particularly the performance against Arsenal where he showed the ability to drop deep and carry the ball forwards. What are your thoughts on Jaden Sancho's potential future? 
Um, I I don't see it as a, a number nine, but I feel like if it is something that can be used, um, yeah, as like a tactical sort of thing, then maybe. Um, we've seen it. Um, with Ten Hag, um, at Ajax with Tadic, um, he used it. He, he he used it almost exclusively in the Champions League as a way for um as even though it was to help in possession, it was used more as a transi- transitional method because it meant that Van der Beek was able to get ahead and make um, late runs beyond that w- were less likely to be tracked. And obviously that would drag the defence back and then Ziyech and, and Neres would invert to 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 that space if um, the ball wasn't played to Van der Beek or Hadjic would be able to get the ball. So maybe if um, there's ever a need for that, Sancho could potentially come in. But um, I do feel like it's pre-season in a competitive fixture. We kind of saw it last season, even though we were down to 10 men against Southampton. Um, he didn't look great, but we weren't we weren't able to pass the ball effectively into his feet. And it was competing more as a traditional number nine, which was um, which is not his game at all. Um, but yeah, I mean... He's looked sharper. Um, you saw for the goal, he had that burst um, to yeah, get cool. away. I'm surprised, bro. I'll be honest with you. Like, I know he let caught up on the Gabriel's mistake, but he showed a, a nice burst there to get away. And obviously, it was, a, it was quite a good finish despite Ramsdale being Aaron Ramsdale. I was quite yeah. impressed. It's, it's, it's weird. I feel with Sancho, he's he's got a good burst when running in into space, but when he's trying to get past someone, his, the burst just isn't there. Yeah, um, yeah. So I feel like if that is the case, he needs to use his pace more effectively. And then if he is cu- coming up against um, a defender one v one, he needs to find more ingenuity in his play to get past him. But yeah, I mean, all 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 I want to see is him be less sloppy on the ball because I think that's the most concerning thing for me. He needs to be less sloppy on, on the ball. He needs to be sharper in his decision making. And then we will see. Um, it looks like it's going to be um, him and Anthony for that right-hand spot this season. So, um, really and truly, um, if Sancho performs as he should or as one would expect, then we shouldn't. he should be the one starting. But um, that's really up to him. Um, he is, He's in his first season now. There's been rumours swirling all summer about um, how... United would, would have been comfortable if a good enough bid came in, they would have been comfortable to let him go. So I feel like that speaks to the situation he's in. Um, he really needs to prove prove himself. Um, he's had um, co- he's had um, context for his last two two seasons in terms of um, obviously m- mentally last season the break he had, and then the season before that he came into uh, poor. Poor team, poor squad, poor yeah. Also, it was just a bad situation for him to be in. Um, but now, um, hopefully, um, he's able to cope, and yeah, um, we get to see more. Um, even if he isn't a regular star, he is someone who can play across the line, as we've seen. So he could be a great uh rotational um choice, but it will just be quite. Disappointed given the fanfare he got when he originally came and the player we think he's capable of. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely one of the club's better finishers. So, I mean, he's shown that countless times when he's in front of goal or in and around the penalty area. I think that's that's been his, you know, his standout skill 
skill set in terms of at the club so far. So let's see how that works out. Rodney, I know you didn't watch the game per se, but what are your thoughts on potentially Sancho filling in, in that sort of false nine role? Do you think he has the skill set to do so? And I know your stocks have dropped on him massively, but yeah, it'd be interesting to get your thoughts on that one. <laughs> oh, gosh. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I don't see it. I really don't. I, I don't see it at all. I think we're definitely going to sign a striker and then we've got other options there to play up front in um in Rashford too, as well. I just don't I don't see him fitting in anywhere to be honest with you other than where he was last season. He's going to have to try and make it work because I'm guessing um Eric Tenhag's just trying to find ways I know, uh, to fit him in and roles he can possibly fill in during the season. Now that we're back in the Champions League and we're going to be playing higher level games. Uh certainly during the group stages before we end up back in the Europa. Yeah, I think we're definitely going to need, you know, to make the most of our squad, man, with the more games and obviously being... No, wait, did we just, did we just skip past that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you know what, yeah? I mean, the reason why I, I let it go is because I think the exact same thing. So, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's already happened, but we're just like, bro, bro, (laughs) we are coming third. We are coming third in that championship. I saw the script. I've seen the script. Now, but seriously, though, I don't think, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a market for him at the moment. Not because teams don't want him. He's just probably on a lot of money, and then the transfer free. It's kind of a, it's a big risk, and. He's not really shown much for um, teams to take that risk. So mm. at the moment, Ten Hag's just probably looking to see what he can do with him next season, to be honest with you. But um, from the clips that I saw against Arsenal, he did look sharper, he looked quicker, he looked a bit more um, a bit more feeble on his feet. He's Yeah, it looked, definitely looked better, but obviously it's pre-season. I've seen loads of players ball out in pre-season, the season starts, and you're like, what's going on there? Mm. But yeah. I just think um, the manager's just trying to find ways to fit in a player who's probably going to be here next season that he really doesn't see a definite role for. Mm, With Ganacho and Ahmad and a few others pushing. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, Nigo, I want to get your thoughts, obviously, firstly on Bruno Fernandes' first game as skipper. And uh, more importantly, I want to get your thoughts on Mason, Ma- Mason Mount so far. He's been He's played three games, I believe. Um, and what, you, what have you made of how Mount's been used and uh, his performances on the pitch so far? As our, what was he, 60-odd million pound signing on our first signing of the summer? So. Yeah, so Man United's new um, um, new number 16, I think that's his shirt number, 16 or 22 or something like that. Um, what? Whatever, you whatever you don't think you saw, I'm telling you, it's just like the blue dress and the... Okay, it's not the number seven, yeah? Okay, okay. It's not, no, it's not, bro. It's, that's that's a hallucination. But now, big up, um, big up, Mount. Um, he's coming, and some players, yeah, I always say there are some players where their brand isn't them. Like certain man, look at like for instance, you might see a, a tall black brother, and automatically you're like, yeah, athletic sprinter, um, AM. That's what some people think, or or, or centre back, whatever. You see certain people's brands, and you're like, that's not them. Mount's brand him to the T whatever you think of Mount before you even watch him play and you hear his name that's him came in steady Eddie if I'm honest I've not been that much of a fan I think I'm gonna like him more 
when he accepts his role in the team. So I think right now, understandably, he's on a high. Just come to Man United. He thinks he can take every single free kick because he got, you know, um, someone told him he's got a shirt number he ain't got or whatever. Um, and he's looked all right. I think he's looked decent. I think he'll be better when, like, as I said, he just sort of fits into that role. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not exactly sure what his job's going to be, if I'm honest with you. Again, I'm not too much of a fan, but he looks all right. I think Bruno, I've got to give a round of applause to Bruno. Car, he's from my thoughts on him in his first two seasons. He used to break my heart. Like every time I watched him, it broke my heart to watch him. But I'm, I'm like, a, I'm a fan of him now. I can't even lie to you. I think he's, he's embraced his captain role. Um, what's, uh, what's, what's changed for you with, with Bruno? What's changed in, in, the, in the last year or so? I think it's just his decision making, man. Like, look, we've all seen, like, even in the first two seasons, Bruno can do some amazing stuff randomly on the ball, right? But it used to be, he used to just play a probability game. He still does, but to a different degree, right? And I think with any coach, with any good coach, they're going to teach you when to do the things you want to do. So you learn to be amazing in things, but the coach, it's almost a coach's job to make sure you do that in line with what the team needs. So I don't know if you remember Bruno's early quotes in the first two seasons was like, oh, I'm meant to always lose the ball. I'm a creative player, da, da, da. And there's truth to that. However, we can't build up anything if every time the ball comes to you, you're trying something. Sometimes... So more recently, he keeps the ball moving. Um, if there's three players in front, he used to always look for the most difficult ones. Now he looks for the, to me, it looks like he's looking for the the best options rather than just the flare options. Um, he still has a little bit of the bozo gene, but I think it's it's dim dimmed down a lot. And I think I think especially with the captain role, I think he's gonna do well. Um, let's be transparent. Like we're not. I think Ten Hag's comments this week about us being a transition team we're not going to be um ping 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 pass uh da, 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 da. so for what ten hog saying we're building uh i'll be honest i'm not excited about building a transition team oh why is that bro that's quite interesting i like building one i i like it being a part of your arsenal okay but like building a team that um to me anyway again maybe i could be wrong about the translation the way that I'm assuming he, what he's talking about, especially when he's comparing it to like the traditional United or whatever, is almost as if to say he's accepting of the fact that we're not going to have the ball as much and we are going to be turning teams over essentially really fast, um, going from, going from uh, pressing back to front rather than keeping the ball. And I'd understand that like right now with the team we have, we're not good enough to keep the ball against a lot of teams, right? Mm. But the idea of building that, to me, it's kind of odd. Would you not say that's kind of more so working with what we've already got and trying to build off that rather than completely ripping down the walls? Um, yeah. Someone like Rashford is going to be a key figure in this team and his, sure. his best is his ability to get in behind and to, to stretch stretch the stretch the field, shall I say. Uh, Bruno's best skill set is, is his, well, one of his better skill sets when he's playing well is his ability to find somebody like Rashford in, in that sort of... No, you know, that's sort. true. As I said, I think with who we have, it is the best option. Mm. But the idea of building that, I don't know, man. Like, because then I start thinking about, okay, who are we going to go for in the market? Mm. Um, but yeah, with who we have, this, uh, especially for this season coming, it is the best option. If we try to go for a Man City 2011 Barcelona this season, we will look horrible. We, we will look terrible, right? 
Whereas when when we played against Arsenal, the tenacity to sort of um, to challenge, to press, to turn around the ball quickly, we looked good. We we looked good. It's just about how sustainable we can that can be throughout the season. So yeah, I've got to say a prayer, man. Let's... Cool, man. Elijah, already any thoughts on those comments from Ten Hag and, and what Nigo obviously said on that as well? Um, I, when you said transition, I, I I find it funny that when you said transition, um, that people just automatically thought of counter attack because, quite frankly, if you're in a defensive transition, you're a counter pressing team, and if if we're looking at Mount and Bruno and Casemiro, they're all try they're all gonna try and win the ball back as soon as soon as it's lost. So I feel like it's on both sides, and he did say. Based on people caught onto the the quote about the history part, but he also said with the players that he has at his disposal, um, did the the best way is is in this transitional format. And mm. look, at at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to be. I think when people, I think when Tim Carter came in, people thought he was going to be a, this ultra possession based guy, and he's never been like that. But yeah, I don't think he's going to be. Yeah, but I also don't think it's going to be as like as like heavy metal as like a clop or like or or the such. So I feel like he's going to find a nice in between. Um, how he does that with he, with these players, it's going to be hard because I don't see how uh, we're going to control games when we need to put our foot on the ball. But in the end, if we are a great pressing team, both after we ha- have lost it and then also in just um, laying these traps to push teams to the, for example, the touchline or push them into areas where we can sur- sur- surround them and, uh, and nick the ball off them. By default, we're going to have more of the ball so we can get control in that sense. Um, so I don't mind the comments. I just think there could have been better additions to um, help the team further, but this is Ten Hag's team, so you know, fair enough. Yeah, definitely. And uh, uh Rodney, any any thoughts, bro? Before we before we move on, nah, <laughs> that's it. Nah. Um, yeah, as, as we said, definitely impressed with uh, Sancho's finish. Obviously, Bruno's goal was good as well. It's always good to beat the ops as well. Interestingly, I didn't notice Declan Rice on the field whatsoever. Like, all yeah. quite, all quite to be honest with you. Like, I didn't know. I genuinely didn't know they were playing in that game. Which is mad considering that's how much money Arsenal are, um, are interested in me. It seems like they're going to go into the season with a worse midfield. I'm really not. I'm really not getting what um, the Havertz signing is supposed to do. To mm. be honest with you, um, yeah. weird one, man. Very, very weird to go into the season with potentially a significantly worse midfield. But yeah, yeah, it will be interesting. Um, some news that came out today, we'll go through some of the rumours and the news. Anthony Martial is scheduled to start taking part in training this week. Um, rumours are saying that we're going to be looking to move him on, um, but obviously that might be hard due to his wages. United are treating his return from a hamstring tear with caution. Um, I don't know if there's much to say on Martial at, at this point. But, um, I saw him um, in the Saudi league, bro. Yeah, hopefully. That I, mean? I, I mean, those links just don't seem true. Um, I've no idea why the Saudi <laughs> team would go and get him. 
Yeah, he's like just. It sounds like it would be ideal for him though, considering his injury record and oh, he. Yeah, for him. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, for him. But even then, I'm just like, I don't understand the appeal to a Saudi team because I just feel like his body's bro- broken yeah. down to yeah. a point where it's just like, like people like need to remember since like April 2021, the guy has barely played football. It's coming up to like two years of him constantly being injured, and this is yeah. and. People talk about that Sevilla spell. He was injured there for a lot of of the time mm. as well. It's, it, it's not that he, he, he. I don't know if you're stuttering or it's your uh, Wi-Fi. Both. Um, <laughs> um, but but essentially, it was just like for like so that's three seasons now where he has barely played football, and it's like, yo, like. I'm I'm really not sure the appeal to a um Saudi team, but yeah, I mean, I feel like one of the big problems of last season was that they just kept rushing him back, um, until the end of the season where he just looked out of it, and then even coming on versus Fulham, and he had a hamstring tear so bad, where he has essentially been out for like two months now. And like it's kind of crazy that you at no point did, did, did I see him in that game and think, yeah, this guy had a big hamstring problem. He, didn't... he looks fine, and yeah, yeah. yeah, like he like he didn't sprint as much. Um, and then obviously you saw when Ten Hag was making the speech that he was t- touching his hamstring, but I, I thought maybe it was just a bit of, of tightness or whatever. Pause. Um, and oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> 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 and yeah, but like that's how much his body has broken down to a point where playing thirty minutes, he was he was actually being protected, and playing thirty minutes has kept him out from the end of the season to the middle of preseason. Like, mm. like his his body's just broken down. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we will see. His wages are too high, um, for us to like just cancel his his contract or, and there's no club to. Sell him to because of course his wages are too high. They won't. They'll put, put, the fee won't be much. Um, it it won't be a concern for FFP because most of his fee has been amortized by now with um how long he's been here and uh, and the two contracts he's had. So that's fine. Whatever fee we get should be profit essentially. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I, is it even worth him? Like. Him just being here, it's just yeah, it's whatever. Um, at, at this point, um, we'll see um if he can come in to some games, uh, and just do some things. Hopefully, he was injured yeah. before. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but when he went on loan to Sevilla, from memory, he was injured just before. Yeah, um, yeah, he was. So he wasn't playing. I think season had already started when he was loaned out. No, no. So he got loaned out in the January, um, and yeah. and obviously um, he had injury problems throughout that season. And then there was a the thing where Ravanic said that he didn't want to play, but um, Marshall said that he would. He wasn't. He would. He didn't feel fit enough to play and all that stuff and and whatever. But yeah, I mean, he's just not played enough football in since like April twenty twenty one since he had that knee injury. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my challenge as a football fan this season is to see if I can be at Old Trafford more than Martial. 
The thing is, Jim, you actually might win that as well. Yeah, and I might only, I might only go like three or four games, but I think I'll win. It will be better than what Martial puts out, bro. So it'll be interesting what happens with that one, man. Um, some quotes from Bruno Fernandes. Firstly, he spoke about Kobe Mayno, which was quite cool. He said, uh, "Kobe is a great player. He's good on the ball, strong. He can defend and attack. He's still pretty young, but we see a bright future for him." And uh, Ten Hag uttered the same thing, pretty much, where he said, "Um, where this is a club about giving young players chances." So he seems quite high on on, on Kobe. But my favourite quote that came out was uh, Bruno Fernandes on Harry Maguire's reaction. He congratulated me on being elected a new captain and said he's really happy for me, which I, I struggle to believe. But I understand his position is not the best at the moment. It has to be difficult for him. But he had a great moment with me. <laughs> hey, what's the question? <laughs> um, let, let's have a question more of your... your um, obviously, I'll go over to you, Nigo, because you haven't spoken about Maguire's. Uh, captaincy being stripped. So, how did you feel when you when those when that news broke, bro? I was heartbroken, man. <laughs> imagine, imagine. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I just thought it was never. I thought it was inevitable. I, like, I've got a weird thought on it that I can't prove, and I don't like speaking about people's characters without without full knowledge. Mm. Um, I've I, instead of putting a full statement, out, I would just say I've I've had question marks about certain things about Eric Ten Hag for about a season, for about a year now. Um, It seems, again, could be wrong. When I look at certain players, when I look at his interactions with uh, Ronaldo, who obviously I wasn't a fan of him staying anyway, uh, his interactions with Maguire, his interactions with De Gea, his interactions with a few few players, he almost seems, um, and for someone that seems stern in interviews and press conferences, he almost seems... Um, like he gives a sort of a, a mixed message to players. Um, it seems like certain players, and I guess that's just needed, right? You don't want Maguire, De Gea, Ronaldo when he was playing, thinking, "Are oh, your surplus to requirements while you're in the squad? You want the best possible performances out of them." So maybe it's just him doing it deliberately. But I, I, I do believe it should have almost been common sense by the end of the season to Maguire probably even earlier, um, that he was no longer going to be captain. Um, and I, obviously, I've got an issue with the club, the way they handled certain things. I'm like, all right, just be more direct. Obviously, we, it's probably before ETH, if I'm honest, because we had the Sancho situation when he came back from loan from West Ham um, and a few other situations that are very similar, Dean Henderson, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of like almost cowardly. So maybe it's not the manager. Um, but yeah, I think it was always going to happen, uh, Maguire not being captain. I think it's more about if we can uh, ship ship him off. I, I think back to the, I think it was Rojo quotes, where he said, um, Oli said, look, I, I have to play Maguire because we put so much peas to get him. Um, and they I do want... The, they, they paid the full fee, by the way. They didn't do it in installments. They literally paid the whole thing in one, one sum, which is insane. He, wasn't it eighty M's? Insane, bro. In one goal. One goal. <laughs> I'd put that on a monthly on PayPal, bro. But um, yeah, no, nah, man. Him, yeah. I think it's just inevitable, right? I don't really have any feelings or thoughts towards it. Like, I don't, I don't have any bad thoughts against him. It is what it is. He was bought. You know, what I'm saying. Any if if Man United call me right now and say, "Yo, needs, I'll, I'll, I'll give you peas to play for us." I'm there, bro. I don't care what the fans say, bro. Give me, give me the peas. I'll be there. 
So I can't, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Man United made some horrible decisions. That's around the Dan James and all them man times. Hopefully he just goes away. And the only thing I feel bad for him about is, yo, to be at a club during a period where they win nothing, other than like, I think a league cup. And if we completely improve when he leaves, it's that must, that must burn. Like that must, I'm not saying we will, but yeah. But yeah, man, you can't have man that's, he's, he's, I think he's like last season, he was, he was fifth choice centre back behind a left back, behind a left back that's next to him. I can't lie, Luke Shaw was hooping from that left centre back position, bro. Absolutely yeah. hooping. Yeah. So he should the writers on the wall, man. All the best, Maguire, man. West Ham. Sorry, bro. West Ham are said to be pushing to sign Maguire um, as, as a loan deal or potentially a permanent deal. I think that'll be quite a good a good move for him. To be honest with you, I don't think he's got much of a chance at United. Anymore. Give me four West Ham are smoking. How much do you think we get for, for Harry Maguire? Harry Maguire, if he was to go permanently, we need fifty million, bro. West Ham got that rice money. We need fifty million. Yeah, yeah. We need fifty million, bro. We got things to be doing. Yeah. We need fifty, but what do you think we can actually get for him, though, bro? 40, 50. 20 max. Twenty oh, max. No man, twenty two. Forty fifty. What's Maguire? Twenty nine. Like, this, is what, this, this is my thing. Maguire isn't a shit player. It's not about shit, shit, but even his salary on top of on top of his age, his salary, bro. Yeah, give it that's that what was... I'm saying. Given his salary, 50 million is, is the top. So I'm just 30, 35 is the least we should be taking for Maguire, yeah, man. As well. Huh? What 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 centre backs have been sold or been Colwell was gonna go for what 60 when he was gonna go Brighton? Who? I think Brighton's high speed was around the 30 mark. Uh, Chelsea probably oh, yeah. wanted much, much more than that for him. Cole I don't know. Is a young player, though. I think 30 like, million is fair, you know. The comparables, like what examples, what have the centre backs been going for recently in the league? Just would decent not, ones. Would you not say the 30 to 40 mark for Maguire is, 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 is a nice medium considering the. Yeah, the, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if we got 30. I'd be I'd be very surprised if we got forty. I'd be happy. I'd be very surprised. Uh, can we shot the England? Is it England captain? No, it's Harry no, he isn't. Um, but okay. um, I f- I feel like a good comparison would probably be like a maybe like a Zuma to West Ham, and yeah. they got rid of it. That Chelsea got thirty million for him, um, but yeah. he was twenty six um, years old, and Chelsea sell. Infinitely better than us. But the English oh, tax, that's English tax adds another ten at least. For, yeah, but then, but then again, the Man United tax takes it down another ten. So. <laughs> I mean, we are poor negotiators, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think. We just tell man, like, yo, man, whatever your first offer is, man, just send it through the bank bank account, bro. I f- so I, I feel like with his wages as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like we need to just get. 27 million for him. Um, 27 is so specific. That's mad specific. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could be more specific because it's actually 26.67 million. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, so so we just need to get that so um, we don't take a loss in, in terms of FFP. So if we get that, then um, it's, it's oh, fine. Oh, like the official number for FFP? Yeah, so, yeah. So because it's eight, 80 million we signed on a six year contract, so yeah. Um, 
right now his book his book value is about 26 27 million so we need so so we need to get that just so we don't take a loss on, on our books on that um but yeah I, I feel like 30 35 million would be good i feel like english he's an important english player and like we said with zuma who also wasn't going to get game time at chelsea um yeah i feel like that's a decent price for him um i think west ham even they signed a get for about that much not sure. Yeah, their their transfer policy is better interesting. Than yeah, yeah. So they signed a get for a, was it thirty million? Is uh here? Yeah, here is 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 saying bad numbers, but I think I think it was thirty million. So they signed Zuma thirty million. They signed a get for thirty million. Obviously, they were younger, but Maguire has a, has Champions League Champions League experience. Unfortunately, um, Europa League. Euros, World Cup. So, I mean, I, f- I feel like fame and it would be a fair price. Yeah. Um, another outgoing that seems complete, he had his medical with Nottingham for us today, was Anthony Elanga, uh, the Ralph Rannick spawn who who cursed us with Elanga uh, <laughs> ago. He Apparently, he's completed his medical. 21-year-old Sweden has been reunited since he was 12 years, of, 12, year, 12 years old, shall I say. I had his breakthrough in 2021. He failed to score in 26 games last season and scored four goals in 55 games. He rejected Everton, interestingly, um, but it looks like he's gone for 15 mil. Do you think that's a fair fee for Anthony Alanga? I mean, I know we didn't pay anything for him in terms of a fee itself as he came for the academy, but um, open floor, maybe Rodney can get your thoughts on on, on a 15 million for Anthony Alanga. Fucking amazing, bub. <laughs> 15 million. Yo, that is amazing. I don't know what. Listen, we had a market for him. He had teams fighting. He was turning teams down. That's he crazy. Thought, he that... told Sean Dyche and Everton, yo, safe, your things. Your playing style's not mine. Yeah, team. your playing style's not for man. But when you think about it, all he's got is his pace. So, and his athleticism. athleticism. So he should really be at Everton. But he's gone wherever he's gone. And we've got 15 million. It's amazing, bro. That's oh, amazing. That... And that's all profit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's amazing business, bruv. I love that. And I'm fact, seeing um, Hudson Adoy, obviously, he's on higher wages. I think Elijah mentioned going for four million. No way, yeah, yeah. I, I think <laughs> four million. I think, so, I think Chelsea won eight. That's what am I talking about? Four, so how can your stock nose like that, bro? That's mental. And so, I mean, where did where did the Langer stocks come from? I'm but, sure I've, I haven't watched the game where I thought, yeah, this guy is fifteen million pound. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I've not watched the game where he's fifteen million pound, bro. So that is mad. I'm, I'm so happy with that. When I saw that, I was so happy. And um, and the last outgoing is Dean Henderson. It seems, or one of the, uh, one of the more recent outgoings is said to be Dean Henderson. Um, what are your thoughts on on getting rid of him? Hopefully, uh, Nigo. Dean, um. Yeah, I can't lie. I've not been. Um, I can't believe he's twenty-six years old. By the way, that's crazy, bro. I would. Twenty-six. Twenty-six, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. No, I think. I think. Yeah, Dean's thing. Yeah, big up him, man. He's got. He's got a confidence that man dream of, bro. Like, I like. If if we all fought like Dean Henderson, bro, we'd do everything we ever. We ever want. So big up him. God bless him, bro. But yeah, no, I'm. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of right with him going out the door, but, like. I think he's. I think he's an all right keeper. I think he's a good keeper. Um, random. It's on the same topic, yeah. But 
I don't trust Onana yet, bro. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> We'll see what happens, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I've, I, I thought I thought the same, but I've heard some convincing arguments. Um, I think we're gonna. I think we'll be good with him, man. How have people who swayed you? And why why have they been able to change your mind? It's on a you? fucking muggle lot with their long words and their fucking tactical analysis, bro. Just twanging my head. I'm watching a compilation of mad some shocking saves, bro. And I'm, I'm being convinced my eyes are seeing something else. So. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run with. Um, we'll we'll be good with him, man. I think. Um, others have keepers who aren't as uh, who are also aren't as great at their actual jobs, primary jobs. But with the ball at their feet, it makes a world of a difference. So, we'll see, man. Um, as for Henderson, if we can get thirty, thirty-five million for him, that's a good bit of business again. Good business. Oh, yeah, on on the Onana thing quickly, sorry, because I was watching compilations. What was what made me not believe? Yeah, I watched it in the game Man City final. Now I was happy all that whatever. But see the, them compilations. The saves. Bear in mind, compilation is eight minutes, ten minutes, five minutes of your best work. I'm watching saves where somehow the ball's ending up back in the, the center of the six yard box. I think I'm watching fail comps though, bro. No, bro. No, these were his comps, bro. Like as in. They were still saves. Like, as in, for instance, you know when you watch a De Gea comp, right? You'll see De Gea kick the ball to the other player, for the, to the to the other team. Then De Gea will make the save. But everyone will say, right, it's an amazing save. But That's a fell comp, have... bro. No, but I'm... it should be a fell comp. It but is. Saying, the ones that you watch De doing that, that's fell comps. No, what I'm saying is, with that Onana thing, yeah, the, the saves I'm seeing, I think he could either catch or push out further. Whereas he's saving it, but pushing it back into the six-yard box. Someone's kicking it out and, and everyone's celebrating. He, to me, he doesn't look sure, in my opinion. So I'm saying, but with his feet, he looks great. With his feet, right, looks crazy, great. crazy, but could easily play out. Well, actually, he couldn't easily play out for but definitely better than some of our players. Better than McTominay with the ball his feet by far. So uh, I think yeah. he goes into our top five passes from the um, comps that I've been watching, Bob. Them driving passes are cold. Hard to argue with you on that one, bro. Um, United have two fixtures in two days. We've got Wrexham, which I assume we will be playing a lot of the younger players in. Wrexham? Uh, Wrexham on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds got going on over there? They're trying to build. Oh, is that is that Ryan Reynolds' team, yeah? Yeah, we've got, uh, so we're sending like Culver and then man to Wrexham and then the team that's in America are the day off. Wrexham? Yeah, Rome is on Thursday, so it'll be interesting to see what, interesting to see how which players make which squad? I'm assuming someone like uh, Ahmad would need the minutes. He's apparently his injury isn't as bad as we would have worried about. So, um, what are you gonna watch that? What Wrexham? Yeah, bro. No, that's like three in the morning, bro. I can't do that. Where you live? Are you watching that? I've not watched. I've actually not watched a single game live. So, I mean, <laughs> How you, you was given proper analysis, what bro? Just because, yeah, I I, I do my job. And we'll watch the highlights afterwards. Doesn't mean I'm, I'm watching it live. <laughs> man, tricked me, you know. I thought you watched the whole game minute. Absolutely minute. not, man. I was out smoking shisha. <laughs> 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 I'll guarantee um, the Wrexham squad is already out. So the America squad are staying, and the Wrexham squad are already in you know, here. Obviously, not going to be managed by ETH. Right, right. Okay. So, any squad, bro? Say that again. Is there anyone in that Wrexham squad that might be of interest to 
to any of the. I remember the rest of the I'll be honest with you, bro. Um, I know that. Uh, the same day they announced the America squad, they announced the squad that's because the Wrexham games in no, 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 the Wrexham games in America, it's in San Diego, I think it's in San Diego. Then we face Madrid in Las Vegas. Let me Google to see I'm chatting rubbish. You lot continue, I might be, yeah, yeah, but I'm sorry already. So, why are, so, are you saying, yeah, 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 Elijah? What is that? <laughs> What's that? Mean? Yeah, is yeah that Crazy. <laughs> I mean, I know for certain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your thing, but you're chatting shit. That's I know for certain. <laughs> it's sad, Diego. That's all I do. That's all I do. Yeah, good. I know for certain it's San Diego, and then we're facing Real Madrid and Las Vegas. So I feel like they're they're just gonna split the squad. Youth players for Wrexham, and then senior players for Real Madrid, and then we face Dortmund afterwards. So um, we'll see. Um, in terms of that, um, I think it's a good idea. Um, to do that just so everyone gets the minutes, not just um, our senior players, uh, mm-hmm. but obviously the younger players for the ones who might go out on loan, so they're in tip-top shape. Um, and then e- even just for their upcoming season with the uh, under-21s, under-18s, etc. Um, and yeah, um, we'll see with that. And then the senior team, obviously, we're gonna, they're going to face Real Madrid. And yeah, just get more reps in um, and yeah, see how we progress. Ho- hopefully um, uh, we'll see, we'll see us closer to our star, star in 11 as we go on. So hopefully we will see like Rashford and Casemiro. Oh, yeah. And Casemiro starting um, in, against Real Madrid. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Elijah, quick one. That Alfredo, that, is it Padula? Yeah. Padula, Padula yeah. He just tweeted Hoyland uh, emoji eyes. Is he a reliable guy, bro? He, you know what? He's he's gotten so good good this summer. Before this guy was the most hit and miss guy. Like usually it was more of a miss, but he's been so good this summer, especially for the for Onana, uh-huh. um, and did this Hoyland thing as well. So I mean, I think I think it was I think Dimazo just tweeted something about um, Atalanta getting their replacement in Bilal Toure. So I feel like okay. he said that um it might be it might even be sorted tonight. So that might be um what why Perdula has <coughs> done the eyes for Hoyland. But yeah, he's been good for the Italian news this summer, strangely enough. Cool, so man. I have a I have a I have a quick question. Obviously, there's gonna be loads of pretenders. On this, um, that's coming from Atalanta. Loads of man that ain't watched him that are gonna say they have. So I haven't watched him. Obviously, I could never lie to you lot. You lot would never believe me anyway. Yes. What, what's, what, is, what is he gonna bring to to our team? I've not even watched comps of him because obviously it's, we've been so far from what I've read to actually getting this guy. I haven't bothered. So, what 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 does he bring? Um, I mean, he is physically he's like. The perfect pack. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna finish that one. Yeah, I was <laughs> waiting for you, boy. I was oh, just about to get. I was just about to do my young screen. I was about to get the young screen. Crazy, Yo, but I mean, yeah, I mean, he's really quick. He's tall. Um, but what I like most is that his his approach play. So in terms of he can hold. He he's shown he can hold the ball up. He, he he can show he can he's quite decent at link and play. Um, um, people have t- 
typecast him as a as like a penalty box striker, but I don't really feel he's like that. I mean, he did play in a two at, at Atlanta quite a lot, so I feel like when you do when that happens, you might be in the penalty box a lot more just because you have your other striker doing the work. But then again, he had he did travel out into the channels a lot, and he did um like to play on both sides of the ch- channels as well. So I, I feel like he has a great base to work with. Um, people have spoken about his numbers last season, but um, they're not that bad. He scored nine goals in about 20 games worth of... Okay, that's, that's all right. Um, how old is he? He's 20 years old. Oh, that, 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 that's good. Well. Yeah. Also, so yeah. what's the other French... Guy that we're also interested. Oh, Colo Mouani. Um, he I've seen is... a lot of discourse between them two. So, what... yeah, <laughs> yeah. Essentially, uh, like I said, people have tapped past Hoyland as this penalty box striker. And this um, kind of like this um, basically doesn't do much outside of just sniff out goals. But I feel like is mostly it's the Harlan thing and then there was a few videos going around where there was like there was this one video for Denmark where he showed a good double movement in the box and he okay. put it in but I, I've seen Rashford do that as well and I wouldn't call him a, a penalty box striker like that so yeah. I mean I, I feel like people um have just basically fall into the narrative I'm not I've actually not watched him play even me I've not seen a lot of him but I never got the impression that he's just a guy who stays within the 18 yard box and does the the width of the 18, 18 yard box and does the majority of his work there um and I feel like um I feel like the discourse was that Kolo Muwani is more of a Rashford type play is not a killer. Who's not? He's not someone who's going to break his neck for a goal. But he got great goal, goal scoring numbers last season. And quite frankly, um, they think that we have enough of these players that can dribble with the ball. We don't even have enough. We don't have a dribbler. Yeah, I mean, am I, am I wrong? I mean, quite frankly, uh, we were having this discourse today. Out if you take out Rashford or Garnacho, if there's any, if there's anyone in in, in the team, you said. Is gonna stand up a man and get past them. It's probably one Ber Saka, which is quite. <laughs> and... Where was I for this? That's my guy. What you know, <laughs> bro, hey. bro, bro. There was a whole discourse today, but it's bad. But yeah, shut up, Mama's bigging up my guy. Like that top three dribblers in the squad, you know. Uh, bro, that that is not a good thing. Say, hey, I say that is not is not a, a good thing. thing that you mentioned earlier. Someone shared a take on thing of Anthony and and yeah Amazon. yeah so um he won uh Wan Bissaka had a better take on success rate no um, he didn't yeah no he did <laughs> um, <laughs> um and I f- I bec- and and did I check for every season that um Anthony was at Ajax as well every full season um I think Wan Bissaka had um better in another one and 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 Anthony just beat out Wambasaka in the other Swear one so yeah I mean he, Anthony's not really like, like a take on guy um yeah he's not he's not yeah. but still so, that's, that's but, mad yeah um but yeah um yeah I feel like that's the reason why there was discourse I feel like it was basically they 
basically Hoyland and Kolo Mwani were typecast when really and truly they're actually more similar than they are dissimilar. But um, I think Hoyland would be a good signing. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he does up top on his own and up top against very physical strikers. He's only 20 years old. Um, and yeah, we will see. Um, me personally, if um, um, me personally, I would I would have loved a extra season for him in um, the Serie A just to get more games under his belt. But um, like, and there was nothing I said today. Where um, if you looked at Osman's um, goal scoring and his minutes in his first season at Napoli, is very similar to Holland as well. That's not to say that they're exactly the same player, but. Um, I feel like people have been a bit too harsh on Hoyland with his numbers. So we we will see, but it, it looks like that, that will happen. All right, the stocks that I put in, I remember, sucker. I feel like I bought Bitcoin in 2009. Fucking hell. My team's Yeah. My <laughs> Top three dribblers. That's not That's a good great. thing, but it's a good thing for me. It's, it's, it's quite a bad thing. It's very damning on some of our... Um, yeah. Our yeah it's mad. It's mad. Um, let's get into some listeners' questions, man. Um, before we round up the pod, uh, first one is from Super Fly MK. As uh, Mariah tends to say, I think he's quite a regular. There he uh, is, man. Shut him up. Yeah, he is. Um, he asked, <clears throat> based on what we've seen so far in preseason and the business we've done, and likely to do, uh, quotation marks, Arabat and Hoyland. What worries do you have going into the season? I'm gonna throw that to to you, Rodney. What was the question? Sorry, I was on my phone. Sorry, bro. No, no stress. He just basically asks, what worries do you have going into the season um, based upon what you've seen so far, if you've seen anything and the business we've done? So, yeah, just where are the holes, I guess, in, in our squad, in your opinion? Um, Mike, I don't know. Uh, obviously, I haven't watched much of pre-season, but I've not seen too many people raving about Mount. I think they've said it's just been a steady Eddie. I don't know how M- Mount works. Obviously, I've had people explain how Eric Ten Hag wants it to work and whether it works like that or not. And Eli just touched on a little bit how he might add to what Eric Ten Hag is going to go with next season, given the players that he has. I don't know how that's going to work. So I probably would have liked us to go on a different way and gone with a midfielder where we can get our foot on the ball and mm-hmm. control games a little bit better. So, yeah, my concern is probably going to be midfield. I'm not too... Um, well rehearsed in Amrabat, but if we get him, I don't know if that if that solves a few issues. Or yeah, not. I'm not too knowledgeable him either. If I'm honest with you, so I can't. Yeah, so I don't know if he helps with us getting our foot on the ball and um, controlling games a little bit. Maybe Elijah knows a, a bit more about that. But um, yeah, my concern would still be midfield. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's quite a chaotic midfield, no? Like, yeah, uh, but then again, if we're not, if we're just going to skip midfield and we're going to counter press, and I guess it can work, but I, I haven't seen seen it work as yet. So I'm pretty much going to have to see that from Eric Ten Hag because last season I had a few criticisms of him in terms of where his um, coaching and tactical brilliance came into play last season. I thought we'd be a lot further along than we was, but then when I actually look at it, maybe the squad isn't great at all. So, uh, centre-back, I'm not really concerned about unless Varane gets injured, which is a major possibility because, obviously, he was injured quite a bit last season. Mm. And then, then, But Lindelof can come in. It's an adequate replacement, but it's not Varane. Like, I think people kind of underrate what Varane brings to the game aside from the ball at his feet and defending. Like, right. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so I think right back could be a little bit of an issue as well. There's there's loads of holes in the squad, but given our budget and given the way we seem to be selling and the players we have in for what the manager wants to achieve or what people believe the manager wants to achieve, it's not been a bad window. But prior to these signings, I didn't think we'd go this way. So we'll see, man. There's a lot to be optimistic about and there's there's a lot that you can say... I don't know if this is going to work. Maybe we should have went that way. But again, I don't have as much experience as Eric Tenhag or United in the transfer market. So we'll see. But yeah, probably central midfield is is one of my concerns. Striker as well. Even if we do get in this 20-year-old, him leading the line for a 38-game Prem season, plus Champions League, it's it's a big ask. Especially as I'm I'm not sure how many chances we're going to be able to create for him and how many chances he's going to be able to create for himself. So... I would have liked a bit more of an established striker, but obviously Harry Kane is, is not going to happen. Yeah, so th- there are major concerns, but there's still a lot to be optimistic about. But midfield and our striking issue <clears throat> are still big concerns for me. But it doesn't look like we're going to be doing much in terms of midfield. And if this young you is going to be our striker, it remains to be seen whether he's going to be able to carry, carry the threat. Because we need goals. Aside from Rashford, there's not many goals in our team. Mm. Maybe Bruno's gonna get. Maybe, maybe Bruno will be able to improve his output along with his um his better footballing now. But I don't know how much we're gonna get from Sancho, Anthony. If Ahmad stays, Ganacho, how many he's gonna get? Whether he's gonna kick on next season? So there's 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 a lot of pieces, but yeah, I'm cool yeah. with how things are at the moment. I think it'll be interesting again if if Kobe Mano is given the opportunity. He has shown he has the. Uh, the confidence and the quality to put his foot on the ball. Um, mm. Whether it's implemented into the squad, as we've seen some of these young boys, sometimes they're ready, sometimes they're not. Ten Hag does seem to believe in him. So it'd be interesting to see if he if he's given the opportunity. Um, Elijah, there's another question here, uh, which I think will be good for you to answer on. Uh, with the emergence of Mano this season, would you still bring in someone like Amrabat? Uh, what is your knowledge of Amrabat as a player? Um, but yeah, would you, would you still bring him in if uh, we're going to give Mano the chance? Or would you rather give those opportunities to Kobe Mena? Um, I think I would still bring in Amrabat just because of for from for what Ten Hag wants, I feel like Casemiro is so important. Um, especially if you're playing with two eights like Bruno and Mount. I feel like someone that is well versed in cleaning up um and w- winning the ball back um is gonna be very important. Um Amrabat is a I actually like him a lot. Um, the Mo- the Moroccan midfield is actually quite good in terms of. There's another guy who wasn't at, at the World Cup, Imran Loser. Um, I mean his name doesn't make him sound bad, but he 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 he's actually not. Um, he plays for Watford. Um, he's decent, and then obviously there's Unahi as well. But Amrabat is usually the one who sits and cleans up, and he plays for Fiorentina. I believe they had the second most amount of possession last season in the league behind Napoli. So um, when people bring his defensive stats, um, it's not as great as you, you would expect a ball when it is just because Na- uh, Fiorentina had a lot of the ball a lot of the time. And if you will watch the conference final, you saw that they dominated possession against West Ham. So that's just the way they play. Um, so I feel like he, he would be good backup um, for Casemiro and also someone to come in. For example, if we're going, 
if we're going away to a Man City or Arsenal or a tough European away leg, we can have Casemiro at, at, at there and probably put Mount or Bruno out wide just to just to stiffen up the midfield. Um, yo, I'm, yo! Hey, no, hey, hey, no, hey, no, hey. no, 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 <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I feel like it'll be good. I feel like um, if you have him, Mainu, Casemiro, um, then you have Mount, Bruno, Ericsson, I feel like that's good enough. Um, I feel like people, obviously, everyone's excited about Mainu, but he, he just turned 18 like three months ago. I feel like he'll get a role that Garnacho kind of had last season where we don't try and put too much pressure on him. Um, so yeah. Um, and hopefully, if he he does come in and Manu does have a more pro- prominent role, it means that McTominay and Fred are ca- are cried out of here. And quite frankly, it would be one of the best summers um, ever just for the outgoings. If you get rid of them to the Hayar, Alanga, Tellez, Maguire, I mean, yeah, man, that'll be absolutely fan- fantastic. Love that for me, Elijah. Thank you, bro. Apart from the uh, the midfield comment, obviously. <laughs> I'll say it again. <laughs> uh, yes. Yo, 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 yo out, the demons are fighting you right now, bro. <laughs> What's going on? Fucking hell. Hey. This is like with Oli Kepo and Maguire, bro. Oh, I'll say it again. Hey, I can go machine for my machine, bro. That's all I'm saying. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is this is crazy, bro. We're losing track of the pod here, man. Um, <laughs> uh, we kind of spoke about it earlier. Uh, well, Rodney kind of alluded to it, but how confident are you in our attackers outside of Rashford, including Hoyland? Uh, is the assumption uh, to produce next season? So, how many goals do you think we can get from uh, goals and assists from each of our attackers? Uh, Nigo, do you want to go for that one, bro? Uh, lol. Um... <laughs> 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 Anthony, I'm giving him. Anthony got a few. I say Anthony's got nine cutbacks in him. Nine cutbacks. <laughs> nine. nine. Yeah, I got. I got him with nine, bro. He's gonna play league cup every cup. You know what I'm saying? I got him with nine at least. I got Sancho. Sancho. I got him with eight. Is that, is that yeah? That's a good season for Sancho. I'm giving him eight. Give him eight goals. I'm gonna give Rash a random fifteen that stops in February. I'm gonna give Rashes fifteen. Oh, you don't think Rashi is going to live up to last season? What are you saying? Uh, what are you doing? Assists? No, nah, just goals. Oh, what, what in the league? No, nah, all comps, bro. That's cr- what? Um, what Rash- number did you get for Rash, bro? Rash getting 15 in all 20? comps. 20? No, if you want, he's got to do better. You're not calling him, him this season, bro. What, what did he get? 30 last season? Yeah. So you, you think he's going to get half that? Yo, yeah, I'm going for 20. I'm sticking with I can't lie. I'm sticking with 20. I'm sticking with 20 this season. Um, what about what about oh, that's that's crazy, bro? I can't lie to you. Uh, but um, Garnacho, what are your thoughts on, on him in terms of all comp for next season? Depends, depends how much he plays, if I'm honest with Garnacho. Um, 
he's got it in him to 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 get to get a few goals and assists. Uh, but it depends on how often he plays because obviously, obviously, you first if if Garnacho is playing off the left, obviously Rash, Rashford's going to start. Um, I don't know if Ten Hag because uh, Garnacho to me is our first example of watching Ten Hag. Uh, I need to um, I need to not Elijah this one. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? You can't use my name as a verb. First time we've seen ETH integrate. <laughs> Quite for that. Just provide an opportunity for a, a younger individual within this, this stratosphere, right? And um he's I guess he's struggling, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's done that with Garnacho. So it's gonna be interesting to see. Is it a thing where um on this season he sort of gives him like a main role, or is it like he keeps um blooding him in with like a certain amount of minutes, etc. etc. So I think that would depend a lot. I think obviously Rashford. I I put Rashford as our top goal scorer. Um, probably... dude. <laughs> you put him as our top scorer with fifteen goals. goals. I, I called twenty. I called twenty. Okay, cool. Let's say he gets thirty plus, whatever. Yeah. I to me the most interesting one would be um, however you say his name, Holland. I don't know if we still. He's still twenty years old, and he's like. So is there a thing where he comes in and? becomes our main number nine and if so what's the pressure going to be like first season that to me is the only challenge uh, if I was to guess our top three goal scorers next season it's Rash, Bruno and maybe Holland. if it's not Holland, then it's going to be heartbreaking but it'll probably be Anthony isn't it boy 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 I don't know what to expect from Anthony next season man but I know I'm going to be disappointed either way like legit, legit, legit. Um, I, I saw a really good question actually. Um, which team are you most intrigued or interested to see us play against next season in the league? And I, I guess the reason I find it interesting is because it kind of sets a barometer for us in terms of you know, um, where we're looking to be. Uh, so that's an open floor question, really. Anyone can feel free to answer that one. Um, I saw like a thread today about um, how teams play against Brighton and how it differs and it was quite interesting because based on last season United were the team that changed their style um, the least when they faced Brighton so even someone like Arsenal, Man City and Liverpool they dropped off way more than they did against other teams maybe maybe that's just because we drop off more so than they they do but it was quite interesting to see that our style uh, remained quite remained quite similar to what how we played the other team. So for me, it'll be quite in, 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 it'll be quite intriguing to face Brighton. Um, and yeah, um, I want to face Liverpool as well, just because I feel like. Firstly, revenge is yeah. Firstly, revenge, but also I just want to see how both midfields are gonna play against each other because that's just gonna be chaos, bro. Because the way both midfields are looking now. That's just going to be a real grind. It's going to be like a World War One thing. No man's land, just man scrapping it in there. And yeah, man. So yeah, those are the two two teams I'll be quite interested to see after play against. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, any other thoughts, lads? Before I go to maybe the last. Um, I want to see how we're going to do against possession-based teams. Mm-hmm. So teams that play out from the back really well. So Arsenal, City. I want to see how good our counter press is going to be because. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, like I said to you earlier on, I'm not entirely sure whether what Eric Tanghard wants to do is going to work. So I'm interested to see how good they're going to be against a team that can play out of the back in Arsenal and City. Because quite a few teams now can play out of the back in the league. So it'll be Liverpool Liverpool will be a good one as well because, it's, like Elijah said, it's just going to be mayhem. But Arsenal and City, for sure. I quite like to see us and um, what we do Villa away as well. Carter's got them boys playing some football. Yeah. yeah. So um, I just seen on uh, from some Moroccan journalist that he just said that Amrabat is joining Man United. That's that's it. This is this team. They're, they're moving me, yo. I'm telling you, they're trying something this summer, and it's because we're broke. <laughs> they're moving me, bro. Bro, I swear to God, Jay, if we weren't broke, we would have been chasing rice and cane till August thirty first. Now we're having to having to be creative, having to be smart, having to having to actually make decisions for the benefit of the team and how the manager wants to play. It's um, it's not shaping up to be a bad window, man. And if we're gonna get a hundred million or let me not eighty million from sales tops, I reckon. Depending on what Maguire, what happens with Maguire, I think it's, it's a it's a great window, man. It's Definitely. a great window. Yeah, maybe if we can get another another vet striker in, that's not Vekos level. Can't believe he played for us last season, man. But mental, man. by the way, Burnley fans booed him when when he came on, and I was <laughs> like, yeah. I, I I really hate that guy because I went to that article and read the whole thing to, 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 just to see how in the mud this guy is. I fucking hate him. I fucking hate his guts. But I yeah. can't. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't like the fact that I hate him, but I hate him. Nah, man. At the, end I of love day, him. at the end of the day, he's just a man feeding his kids. But he's just yo. What he did for us? One goal, and that that one goal was in what? It's was like no, no, no. He. he he, he scored two. He scored against not Nottingham Forest and then he scored oh, two goals. And he played almost the, every game. Did you get the League Cup final assist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's cutting, man. No, Vekos did me dirty, man. Yeah. Um, last question then, lads. Um, Superfly MK again. Uh, no favouritism, obviously. If we, <laughs> if, we, if we get Maguire out of the door, inshallah, in, in brackets... Who would you recommend as a replacement for Maguire and potentially for Varane or as cover for Varane uh, injury-wise? Injury I don't think we're going to sign a replacement. We're not. No, uh, just, just hypothetically, obviously, oh. is the profile of a centre-back we like that we think could could come in? Saliba. <laughs> so, someone, someone. <laughs> that was... That's living in the absolute dream world, by the way. <laughs> Um, I can't think um, of anyone. Do you know what? I'm I'm kind of upset that we missed out on Badia Chile because he went to Chelsea in um, January. But I thought that he would have been good backup for Martinez. And then we have two left footed centre backs and two right footed centre backs. Um, if Maguire went, um, is it like a centre back out of interest? The young boy in the academy. Is huh? Isn't Bennett a centre back? The young boy. Yes, uh, Reese Bennett. He's he unfortunately could, couldn't come on tour because he was injured. But um, he has a lot of hyper hyper around him as well. I think he he was the captain for the youth team that won in twenty two, I believe. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, um, he's got a lot of hype, hype around him as well. Um, there's obviously the links to um the sassy, um, from Monaco. I quite like him. Um, I feel like he'll be a good uh backup for Varane. He's he's really good on on the ball. Um, his recovery pace isn't as great, and also he's actually quite good as a right back as well. So even if we um try to be try to be more inverted and cover for Varane a bit more. Um, we, we can play him as a right back, but I feel like he would be a good option. Um, but yeah, I feel like a lot of the decent options have gone. Um, there's obviously to Debo as well, but I mean, he's all right. I think he, he's kind of re- rebuilt his career after leaving Bar- Barcelona. Um, but yeah, um, the best the ones that I really like, like your uh, Rojos um, and and such and such, um, are probably gone. So yeah, cool man. Just some some news to round up. Uh, you know, Academy Joe, we spent it and Dan Gore signed new contract today. Um, oh yeah, Gore is eighteen and Bennett is nineteen. Academy, they were part of the twenty twenty three FA Youth Cup winning squad, and as you, Elijah said, he uh, Bennett captained and scored in that final against Forest. I've seen a lot of hype about this Bennett kid, so um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with those boys, especially Gore as well. I've heard some good things about about Gore. Where does um, Gore play? Is that, that the right back? What's that? No, he's the centre mid, um, um, and he's the one that assisted Van der Beek. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, there's a lot of excitement about him as well. Um, him, Hansen, and Menu. There's um, they're quite excited about the those three in terms of the um this crop um that's com- coming through so yeah <laughs> it's so funny because come next season all of these lot are gonna end up like um Zidane. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're all gonna end up like Zidane we're all hyped about them and they're gonna end up like Zidane going for 100k Somewhere. I mean, I mean, I didn't say a single thing about Z- Zidane or Charlie Savage. I only know his name because because of you lot and Charlie Savage is is Nago's boy, so I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know, uh-huh. but <laughs> uh gosh. Yo, I, I think it was a bit damning and like the um ECH's quote about I want he did say at least to be fair to him, but he said he wants at least one player from the academy to come for a season, and I was thinking so we kind of know that like for instance this season as Mano and then next year. so all these players that man are getting hyped about, a lot of them are gonna be on the on um on the transfer window in the next couple of seasons. So boy yeah. be interesting to see what happens with those guys anyway. Um <clears throat> Nigo, Elijah, Rodney, thank you for joining me today on the pod. It's been a pleasure speaking to you about all things United. Um and that's a wrap for today, boys. Thank you, man. Peace. Bless, man, Elijah, fire for that. <laughs> the title of the app is definitely going to be one of those two. So. <laughs> no, it's not. Machine for machine. <laughs> no, 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 you ain't getting machine for machine. You're getting sticking <laughs> up the midfield. That's what you're getting. Rashford, he's in here. He scores. Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Thank you.